Welcome to the Reinvent Your Health podcast. If you are done with being unhealthy, tired and sick, and are ready to get healthy so you can improve the quality of your life, then this podcast is for you. Today I want to talk about motivation. So if you're deciding that you're going to start a transformation journey, motivation is going to play a huge role in that. If you decide you're going to start exercising, start eating right, uh, start doing all the things you need to do to start getting healthier, uh, there's going to be days where you feel motivated, you're going to be excited to go to the gym, and you're going to look forward to meal prepping. And then there's days that you're going to just want to uh, put the covers over your head and hide from the world. So motivation is going to be a very critical component of a transformation journey. I'm not sure how many of you are familiar with Mel Robbins, but she is a motivational speaker and she did an interview on the Tom Bilyeu show where she basically says motivation is garbage. And I kind of agree with her, but I kind of don't agree agree with her. So really what she talks about is motivation is garbage because people have these good intentions, but they sit and wait to be motivated. And they're never going to be as motivated as they think they're going to be. And they're never going to be able to move forward if they're sitting and waiting for motivation. And I, and I agree with that part. But I also feel like there's ways to maybe increase your chances of being motivated. You can't wait to be motivated in order to start. I agree with that. You can't just sit around and be like, I'll do this whenever I feel like it. Because you may never do it. Uh, one of the things that she also talked about is that... that Humans are wired to avoid pain. So we're wired to avoid things that are harmful harmful for us or that are going to put us in danger. So doing things that are hard are going to be something that our brain just naturally wants to avoid. And I agree with that. But also, you know, she talks about our ancestors and how, you know, they didn't do things that that would put them in danger. But they also had to go out of their cave and go hunting for food, which was dangerous. So the way I look at it when it comes to motivation is that there are two two sides to your brain when it comes to motivation. So you will have the part of your brain that's not motivated where it's, it's actually focusing on how hard it's going to be. It's actually focusing on how painful this is going to be. You're focusing on all the negative aspects of what you have to do in front of you. And, you know, in her, in her analogy of the, uh, the, uh, early humans that, yeah, we, we were, we were designed and our brains were designed to protect us from harm. But then I feel like there's another part of your brain that is motivated because it focuses on not the initial pain that you're going to have to go through or the initial danger. It focuses on the reward on the other side. So keeping with the theme of the, uh, the early humans, is they would have to leave their cave to go out and hunt for food. They didn't focus on the dangers of, hey, we might, you know, we have to hunt big animals that could kill us. We have to go out and be exposed to elements and other animals and other tribes. But we have to go out and get food. We have to eat. So they were focusing more on the reward. And that's another way, in my opinion, that your brain works in order to help you stay motivated. So really what I'm trying to say is that you kind of have two ways that your brain works. Your brain will focus on the scary part, the hard part, the, the painful part. 
or your brain will focus on the reward, the actual um, what you're going to get, why are you why you were doing it. And so to me, when it comes to motivation, it all depends on what you decide that you want to focus on. If you're focusing on, you know, the immediate pain, then yeah, you're not going to be motivated. You're going to be afraid to do it. If you're focusing on the reward coming down the road, then you're going to feel more motivated. So then a lot of motivation has to do with what state your brain's in. Is it in a state where it's focusing on the pain or is it the is it the uh, in a state where it's focused on the uh, the the pleasure in the, in the distance? And so then when it comes to how I tend to stay motivated or how I try to get my brain into a more positive state, there's a few things that I try to do that will allow me to turn those mornings or those days where I'm feeling less motivated into days where I'm feeling motivated. So to me, one of the, one of the most important things that I can do for myself in order to uh, you know, switch my brain into a more motivated state, a more positive state, is what I am inputting into my brain. So when I first wake up, so all my, workout is, all my workouts are in the morning. And so when I first wake up, you know, I have that decision to make of, you know, what kind of day it's going to be. Is it going to be a day where I'm, you know, not in the mood to do it and I'm tired? Or is it going to be a day where I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. And it's, it's one of the things that I've been wanting to research is uh, for whatever reason, there are mornings where you wake up and there's no rhyme or reason. At least I don't feel like there's a rhyme or reason. You just don't feel like doing it. And, and your brain is in such a negative state. You just want to you know, stay under the covers. You just want to hide. You just don't want to go out. And there's other mornings where for whatever reason you wake up and you're ready to conquer the world. And I'd love to know some science or I'd love to look up some science on what causes those different moods when you just wake up. Because it's obviously not like you've just been thinking about it. So I don't know if it has to do with what you've done the day before or what you dreamt about or things that you talked about right before you went to bed. I don't know what affects the immediate when you wake up having one of those two brain states. But anyway, when I first wake up, I really control what I put into my mind. So if I'm having a day where I'm feeling less motivated, one of the first things I'll do is put on my headphones and I will listen to music. Music has been a great way for me to stay motivated and to really get a change how I'm feeling. And I actually take, um, I have Spotify on my phone and I actually have created different playlists for, for different types of things that I'm doing. So I actually have a playlist for running. When I go running, I have a playlist that, that it's more, um, I got a lot of instrumentals and a lot of like longer instrumental type songs that are kind of uplifting. And, and so then I have a playlist for when I'm actually lifting weights and that's probably more like metal and hardcore stuff and just more aggressive type music. Um, and then there's, uh, I actually have some music that's uh, like classical. So if I'm actually researching or writing or something, I have classical music. So I use music a lot to put me into different moods or to, to help me do, you know, help me do the thing that I'm trying to do. Another thing that I use when, when our mornings that I'm not feeling motivated are uh, positive motivational speeches. So there's various people that I'll like to listen to from Les Brown and Mel Robbins uh, to Billy Osbrook to um, Lisa Nichols and uh, Eric Thomas. And I have actually, I'll go to YouTube and look up motivational speeches 
by these people and I'll just listen to those. And, and, and there's been mornings where I will literally listen to it from the time I'm up getting ready to go to the gym to where I'm warming up on the treadmill to where I'm, I'm doing my weights. There's just mornings where I've needed a motivational speech going in my brain the entire time. And there's other mornings where it's just kind of a primer in the morning and then I switch over to music. So it just depends. But having those motivational speeches really helps to get my, you know, to, to kind of switch my mindset as well. And I actually, again, have a, uh, a uh, playlist on Spotify of different motivational speeches that are just ready to go. Now, podcasts are another thing that I use to stay motivated. There's there's several different podcasts that I like to listen to from, uh, you know, Ed Milet, his podcast, to uh, the School of Greatness. That's a good one. I like to listen to uh, Jay Shetty, his podcast. But I'll just go in and, and typically what I'll do is I'll have probably 10 podcasts that I will have kind of uh, queued up and ready to go for moments that I need them. Um, a lot of times when I go running, I'll listen to podcasts. I'll either do the music or I'll do running. Sometimes I'll switch back and forth. Just depends on you know what I'm what I'm trying to get, I guess. And so podcasts are another thing that are great to to uh, to have as inputs in your brain to kind of help fuel that motivation. And if you're having like a an entire week where you've just been lacking motivation all week. There's even like motivational movies that you can watch. Um, you know, one of my favorites, and I mentioned it in an earlier podcast, was uh, Rudy. And just, you know, you can even Google like top motivational movies. And, and but just watching a motivational movie to just kind of, really it's about changing your mindset and changing your state. And so, you know, motivational movies, obviously it's something that takes a little bit longer and you can't necessarily do other things while while watching it. But you know, on the weekends or something, if you've had a bad week or you're getting ready to say you're getting ready to start a, a challenging week and it's, you know, Sunday night, you know, watch a motivational movie to kind of get you ready for the following week. Social media is another way that you can use to kind of stay motivated. Uh, social media is also something that can uh, have the opposite effect. So it really depends on what you curate on social media. So my actual Kester Health Instagram is probably the place I go the most for motivation because I only follow positive people on there. Um, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll again, I'll follow Jay Shetty, I'll follow uh, Trent Shelton, uh, Sad Guru. I mean, I just there, I have no like family or friends or anybody on my Kester Health one. I have a personal one that I follow, you know comedians or our uh, family and friends, but my, my Kester health one is strictly for positivity. So when I'm going through that is nothing but positive stuff. So I have it, I have it tuned in to just positive things. So, so that way, when I need that boost, I can go on our, go on there and scroll through it. So then speaking of, uh, you know, social media imagery is another thing that keeps me motivated. Um, and what I mean by that is there's certain fitness people that I will follow that, you know, I, you know, I'm getting ready to turn 50. And so there's a certain way I want to look in my fifties. And I follow some older men that are, that have the physique that I want. So it's just an inspiration for me to occasionally see them. Or I have like a vision board where I have an image of what I'm wanting to look like. So, so imagery is another way that we can keep motivated. And then one of the last ways is just what people are you around? Do you have certain people that, you know, lift you up or that you really just 
feel energized after you have been around them. There are certain people that take away your energy when you're around them. And then there are certain people that lift your energy when you're around them. And, you know, and I have one friend in particular, uh, his name's Dave. And when we get together, we talk about goals. We talk about what we've done, what kind of things we want to do. You know, it's just all positivity. It's all like sharing ideas, sharing, you know, books we've read or things we've heard. And it's just nothing but positivity. And just having those, you know, we'll occasionally have dinner and just having those when you leave and you just feel energized, that is such a, is a great motivator. And it, that typically carries me for a couple of days. And so find some of those people that really give you energy, that really have that same mindset that you have and have that mindset where they want to, you know, achieve and do better and they support you. And that's extremely important as well is that you're around people that actually support the vision that you have, no matter how absolutely insane or crazy it can be, that they support you and they're behind you and they and they want to see you succeed. So finding the right people and connecting with those people, whether it be a text or a phone call or having dinner or, you know, just hanging out at your house. Having those people is, is really important to help stay motivated as well. So if I'm going to talk about motivation, then we need to talk about dopamine. So dopamine is a type of neurotransmitter. And your body makes it and your nervous system uses it to send messages between nerve cells. So that's, that's kind of why it's called a chemical messenger. They're called chemical messengers. And so dopamine is actually considered the most important neurotransmitter when it comes to motivation. So a recent study indicated that dopamine levels continuously signal how good or valuable the current situation is regarding obtaining a reward. So the message helps people decide how vigorously to work towards that goal while also allowing themselves to learn from the mistakes. So again, dopamine is extremely important when it comes to motivation. When dopamine is released in large amounts, it creates feelings of pleasure and reward, which motivate you to react in a specific way. And then in contrast, low levels of dopamine are linked to reduced motivation and decreased enthusiasm for things that would excite most people. So then when it comes to dopamine, having higher levels of dopamine is important. So what are some ways that we can raise our dopamine levels? So one way are specific foods. So we've talked in our last couple episodes ago about uh, protein and amino acids are the building blocks of building blocks of protein and are needed to make all the proteins in your body. So one amino acid called tyrosine has a critical role in dopamine production and you can get it from protein rich food. Some other foods that can raise dopamine levels are nuts and seeds. Uh, dark chocolate, and when I mean dark chocolate, I don't mean like a Hershey's bar. I mean like a seventy, like an organic seventy percent or higher dark chocolate. Um, strawberries, coffee, and also turmeric. Another thing that can help raise dopamine levels are probiotics. So researchers found that the gut and brain are closely linked, and that certain species of bacteria can produce dopamine, which may impact mood and behavior. Exercise is another thing that can help raise dopamine levels. So exercise is recommended for boosting endorphin levels and improving mood. So multiple studies have found that the physical activity has a positive effect on the brain, which includes improved mood. 
Research also shows that exercise can help raise dopamine levels. Uh, getting adequate sleep is another thing that is important for dopamine levels. So research indicates that dopamine is released in large amounts in the morning when it's time to wake up and that levels naturally fall in the evening when it's time to sleep. And then also lack of sleep appears to disrupt these natural rhythms. So setting regular high quality sleep may keep your dopamine levels balanced and help you feel more alert and high functioning during the day. Also, uh, getting out in the sun can help with dopamine levels. At least one study has shown that people who had more time in the sunlight had an increased number of dopamine receptors compared to those who got less time in the sunshine. And also, as we've talked before, music. There's several studies on humans and animals have found that listening to music can boost dopamine levels in the brain. And lastly, one of my favorite is meditation. Meditation can also help regulate dopamine levels and kind of keep your brain in balance. So those are some things that can really help when it comes to uh, your dopamine levels. So again, when it comes to motivation, you know, dopamine is extremely critical and doing some of these things to help, uh, you know, raise your dopamine levels is going to help with motivation. Uh, Dopamine is actually known as the feel-good hormone. So you know, the, uh, the, the higher your dopamine levels are, the more you're going to be motivated to do the things you need to do. Now, I do want to say that you have to be careful when it comes to dopamine because uh, there's other ways to raise your dopamine levels, including uh, processed sugars, candies, and sodas, also alcohol, recreational drugs. All that stuff can give you a temporary boost of dopamine, but it also affects the rate at which your body produces it naturally. So, uh, that's one of the reasons why, you know, like drug addicts, when they get that high, um, their body doesn't produce it as naturally. They got to keep taking more and more. So so when it comes to, you know, trying to raise your dopamine levels, make sure you do it in a more natural way, uh, as opposed to some of these like sugars and, and, and alcohol and stuff like that. So to sum all this up, really, when it comes to motivation is, you know, I agree that if you're sitting and waiting for motivation, you're going to be sitting and waiting. Uh, it's never going to just naturally come or very rarely is it going to naturally come. And, and, and when you're, and when you're starting to do some sort of a transformation, you get that kind of a little bit of a high, that little bit of a, you know, motivation boost at the beginning because it's new. Um, but that wears off pretty quick. And then you have to start implementing some of these tools to, uh, try to stay motivated and again, one of the best best ways that I can think of is to really start having more of a reward mindset and, and why you're doing it and what you're going after and really thinking about your end goal. And again, that's that's where your state of mind is going to change to more motivation because you're going to be like, I want to feel better. So I'm going to go through whatever I have to go through in order to get to that point. So again, motivation ain't going to just show up at your door. You're going to have to uh, do things to try to in, in, increase your dopamine levels, increase your motivation. You're going to have to continuously, you know, feed your brain with the right input in order to, to stay motivated. All right. So when it comes to this episode, we need some action items. So action item number one is to create a playlist for yourself. Use something, Apple Music, Spotify, whatever it is, and create a playlist or a couple playlists. For depending on different things you're going to do, maybe you have a, maybe one of the things that you struggle with is, you know, when you first get out of bed is staying motivated. 
create an uplifting playlist for when you get out of bed. Again, I created a playlist for when I'm doing weights, a different one for when I'm running, uh, you know, a motivational one for just days where I'm even having trouble getting to the gym. So, so action item number one is to create a playlist. Action item number two is going to be connect with at least five people that inspire you. And when I say connect with five people that inspire you, those could be people that you know, and maybe there's people that when you're around, you just feel so much better when you leave. You're energized. Connect with those people. Make sure that you make it a point to let them know that that's how they, they, they make you feel and that you'd like to you know hang out even more, and, and hopefully you have that same impact on them. But also it can be uh, people on social media or people on YouTube or whatever, but just people that really inspire you. Find five people, identify five people, and follow five people that really inspire you. And, or it may be find five new people. Maybe you're just looking for the first time. If you know, if you're trying to lose a significant amount of weight, maybe you find someone that's done that and they have a channel and follow that person. So, so again, action item number one is create a playlist of uplifting songs. Action item number two is connect with at least five people that inspire you. All right, that's today's episode. I want to thank you for joining me. And if you like this episode, please subscribe to it and leave a positive review. Uh, And also share it with someone. And also, if you're uh, interested in coaching, you can please visit my website at testerhealth.com.